What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans, episode 166. We're your hosts, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Schulich. And today we are going to uh, discuss what we thought of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, that's what we're talking about? Yes, that's what we're going to do today. Okay. Feels like it's been a while since we've done a podcast, but didn't we? We did one last week. Swamp Thing, right? Yeah, we did Swamp Thing. It just seems like it was... So long ago. <laughs> it's been a long week. It's only Wednesday. Yeah, I know. But good thing is, four-day weekend. Yep. So we're getting this podcast out, so all you guys over your holiday weekend have something to enjoy. Yeah, we're thinking about you guys. Mm-hmm. It's you all for you. Need something to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, is there any news out there? Uh, well, as the uh, stupid, stupid ball turns in uh, the uh, world of WB... <laughs> and DC, I guess uh, the writers and directors of The Flash are out. The guys that wrote uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, I forget their names, but I was really looking forward to seeing what their vision of The Flash was going to be. Well, we knew that Ezra Miller wanted to do a dark, and he was going to do some yeah, do some writing. And, and then he was going to do some... He wanted a shot because he wanted it to be darker than what those guys had done. But I think up to that point, they were still somewhat involved. But I would think that it was probably, you know, days were numbered. So then Ezra Miller teamed up with a comic book writer to write a dark version of The Flash and and uh, vomit, what whatever. Mm-hmm. And so... That's now scrapped as they now have hired the director of the It franchises to direct the Flash movie. And I feel like, okay, well, now they're going into this dark area. And then they hired a new writer as well. Um, The lady has, she's written the the latest Bumblebee movie and the Birds of Prey. So, I I mean, obviously, we are still waiting and it's one of those things where we will, uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Like, I know. I mean, well, when I when I see I when I see that there is a trailer out and the release date, then I'll believe it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you never know. But I know with this Flash movie. I mean, we. I feel like we've been talking about it since we've started this podcast. I know. This is like the fourth director, and, and the this only is thing like that stayed the, the same is fifth Ezra or sixth Miller. writers. Yes. And it's like probably my least favorite thing about it. I know. Like to me. That right there is a huge issue for me, is him being the Flash. It's, it's like, I tweeted this out earlier. Just blow this whole fucking thing up. Just yeah. Just blow it all up. And then let's circle back around in 10 years. Yeah. Just let me just, just forget. Let's move yes, on to let's something else. Move on to something else. Let's completely wash our hands. Let's quit talking about this every, you know, once a quarter something comes up. And now in this article that I read... They're supposed to start doing something in January. Like, I don't know if they're going to start, you know, like the pre-production stuff, but they're supposed to start doing something on this film in January. And I'm like, you just now got a new director. You just now got a new writer. And you're thinking you're going to be able to start doing something in January? Look, look at, the, look at the, the next The Batman. That dude has been dicking around with that script for a year and a half. Right. It, it just and it doesn't, like and, said, and that, and that movie's the, not coming out for another year and a half, two years. Like you said, this movie falls in the category, I'll believe it when I see it. 
I think they do. They just need to take this thing, not back down to the studs. They need to just completely demolish this whole fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, and then just redo it. I and I know WB is absolutely in, is infatuated with Ezra Miller as the Flash, but come well, on, I, man. I feel like we, he we, we is can do what, we can do better. Uh, Ezra Miller to WB yeah. is the same as Jennifer Lawrence to Fox. Exactly. Exactly. He he is not leading material for this. Get rid of him. Get somebody else. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. But it's like the WB, they are just, they are fucking clueless on what to do with this. Yeah. yeah. It's like they are, they are sitting in a room throwing shit against the wall and like, yeah, this is good. And then something happens and six months down the road, it's the director was having a creative difference with Ezra Miller, which is what it's been. Mm-hmm. And they leave so now you get somebody else, and the honeymoon period is great. And then, here we go. Six months down the road, director's out, writer's out, we're starting all over, we're keeping Ezra Miller. Yeah, it's like, what? He, he's the one constant in this one thing. Uh-huh. I agree. So, I, I mean, I, I do. I think they just they just need to completely just get get rid of this whole idea of doing this movie and just do some other stuff. Yeah, let's Do just... some other stuff. And then, in time, maybe you can circle back around to this. But just kicking this can down the road is not working. Nope. I agree. All right. With that said, is there any other news you want to spill? I thought this was I your, I don't your know, time. I don't know if this was really news, but this was just kind of me jumping up on a soapbox and bitching about Flash movie. <laughs> you just need an excuse to bitch about it. So. Uh, I mean... Uh... Comic-Con this month. Awesome. I can't wait for that because hopefully they will, you know, unveil their phase four movie slate to see which MCU movie is next. Yeah. I know we've talked about and thinking it's probably going to be Black Widow and then maybe the Eternals Mm -hmm. or maybe the Eternals and then Black Widow. But still, man, it's next year and there's only two movies. I'm just sad about that. Yeah. I've kind of got used to this three movie. I every you know, yeah, four months I get a movie, or not even that. Every, I mean, sometimes it's February, May, July, mm-hmm. and that what it was this year. Yeah, and sometimes it's May, August, November. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now it's just gonna be weep weep. But yep. okay. So anyway, I don't. I don't. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I do remember reading something, but I don't remember what it was. So. <laughs> That works well for this podcast. It does. So maybe I'll think of it later. Okay. Well, I'm ready. Okay. Let's do it then. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. All right. Spider-Man Far From Home. It... Okay, let's, you know, I need to start this again. (laughs) I'm stumbling out of the blocks here. Um, I didn't know how I was going to start this, and I still really don't. Uh, I liked how at the beginning of this, they did wrap up the whole five-year gap 
thing. Yeah, well, I love how, I mean, you kind of, they started off with Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Uh-huh. And it kind of is very similar to um, how Homecoming started. Because it started with like Peter, a movie by Peter Parker. Because mm-hmm. it kind of uh, showed like the Civil War. Yeah. Like little his mm-hmm. little thing. And uh, I thought that was kind of cool. And so this, when it started and it had that in uh, memory, uh, whatever, memoriam, mm-hmm. it, uh, you know, it reminded me a lot of of that. And it really was kind of funny because, you know, they show these pictures and like the one of Vision is like this screenshot from TV mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and then there's like a Getty image or something in there where they didn't, like candles. Yeah. And yeah. like they didn't buy it, you know, they, they didn't, didn't buy it. It just has the, the, the comp <laughs> and, uh, but you know, Whitney Houston kind of starts while they're doing all of the Marvel studios kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And, um, but yeah, it, they kind of do in the little kids, you know, news or whatever, they kind of wrap up like the kids, because we were talking about it. What about the kids that were, and they call it the blip. The blip. Mm -hmm. And they kind of showed it where they were in school and all of a sudden these kids disappear and then five years later they reappear exactly where they were and it was like the kids were playing Mm -hmm. basketball and now all these band kids like show back up Mm -hmm. and, and they talk about the kids that live through are five years older now and then the kids that blipped come back as they were five years ago Mm -hmm. so younger brothers are now older brothers and um it just kind of which i'm glad they did this i'm glad and they did it in a way that was funny and it was kind of like yes okay and then sometimes this is all you need you just put it out there you just need the little okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna overthink it you you explained it to me you 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 delivered it to me in a in a funny way I am moving on. Let's let's just get back on with the movie and this whole universe. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was that was well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was was very entertaining. I thought the for me the movie felt like almost like two movies. Mm-hmm. Like you had the first part of like the school trip, all that stuff. And then you had the, once you, I mean, once everyone kind of figured out, I mean, everyone knew this, that Mysterio was the bad guy, the villain. And then it kind of became a, another movie. Like the first, the first half for me was like, okay, I know he's going to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. How's he, how is he doing what he's doing? Because the whole time I figured he's doing something. How is he doing it? Yeah. And the way they explained how he did what he did and where he came from with the flashbacks of some of like the the barf technology from was it, which Iron Man was it? Iron Man two or was that or Civil War? No, I think that, that was, was the beginning in of Civil, Civil War. War. That that was actually um, what's his name? Quentin? No. Uh, yeah, well, what's his actor name? I mean, his real name. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that his character developed that and well, I like it how they barf and then and then fired him after that. And I and I like how like his team, like the minute that he gets, like the whole first half of the movie, he's just trying to get Edith. Yeah, but you don't know that. You don't know it until you know it. Right, and it's like the whole time when Spider Man is like 
I tr you know is about to give it to him the whole time I'm like no I'm no. like yeah I'm I'm like cuz like you said too. we all know he's a bad guy mm -hmm. he Mysterio is bad now the previews kind of made it seem like you know that's one thing about Marvel is that their previews say one thing and then the movie is totally like I don't and I don't feel like I saw the last trailer cuz I you know I try to kind of stay away unless it's on the the mm -hmm. you know in the theater or something yeah but uh they had you believing this whole time that Quentin was from another, like, the multiverse exists in mm -hmm. Marvel. Well, you find out in here, he made all that shit up. He was yeah. just like, just they'll believe anything now. They'll believe mm -hmm. anything because of, of because, what they've been Because of the, the blip and every, yeah, everything else. Yeah, it's, it's like, like every, every, everything, I mean, we just need to believe everything now. Mm -hmm. Anything's and, possible. And I like how... After, you know, he tricks Peter to give him the glasses with Edith, it kind of like everything changes all of a sudden. And like, he was like, way to go, team. And it's like, mm -hmm. not only is it him, it's this whole team. And then he kind of like goes, thanks, Jim. And yeah. and it's like the guy from the very first Iron Man mm -hmm. that Ob Obadiah is like yelling at. Mm -hmm. And then it's like other characters that you might not have seen but we're in there or maybe they were yeah. just very small parts mm -hmm. and it's kind of like bringing all of the you know that's what i love about marvel is that they've thought about this stuff yeah it's like they, they, they connected it to all they, these older older movies yeah and they've you know kind of figured out a way to how they can kind of okay let's write this character and he's the one that developed you know barf and that was mentioned in, in the beginning of uh, Civil War. Let's do that. This this will be Mysterio's kind of backstory, and he's going to work with all these other people who got fired or let go by you know Stark, and they're going to all have this grudge to you know you know destroy his reputation or take over his technology or something right. like that. And the fact that they would know about it mm -hmm. and know the extent to it, and and like you said, they would all have a similar grudge. Mm -hmm. Now, as the movie goes on and you see Mysterio kind of going Power out of hungry. control, and then some of the people are like, uh-oh, what did I get myself into? It's mm -hmm. like... Uh. Yeah, because it's like, because once he gets Edith, like, he has control over, like, all the all the drones and, and everything. So now pretty much he has all the power, and everybody that joined him to do this are now kind of like, okay, I guess I need to do what he says now or he's going to kill me. Yeah. He, he won't fire me. He will just kill me. Right. Because I'd be a loose end. Yes. And he doesn't. And he does not want loose ends mm -mm. at all. Right. So, yeah, he is, he is power hungry and also, you know, very much into fame mm -hmm. and kind of being the, and he the, wants, the, the savior. And we've, kind of, of, we've seen this before, like the guy who wants to be, I mean, it's kind of very similar to The Incredibles, you mm -hmm. know. And it's the guy, he wants to help people more about him wanting to be recognized as a hero mm -hmm. than actually being a hero. Yeah. And, um, but I mean, I think all of that, I mean, it's totally nothing you expect, nothing you expected. Mm -hmm. Like all that part of it. You have, we had no idea where he came from. Or you, you knew he was the bad guy just because. Yes. Because he's Mysterio. I mean, it's Mysterio. Y yes. And you know, kind of what he does because of comic books and cartoons and all but you know what he does. But I still didn't see it. I didn't think about I didn't see it coming that he made up all of those elementals. You know, he 
Mm-hmm. I figured he had something to do with it just because of who he is. I thought that maybe he, you know, he was fighting these things. Like I didn't think that they were holograms and all that stuff, but I thought that he was fighting these mm-hmm. to get on the good side somehow of like Nick Fury. But it's still, I mean, I still kind of, mm-hmm. you know, how the how it unfolds. It still surprised me how yeah. it unfolded. But um, I do like how everybody's kind of grown up a little bit in this movie, like even his friends and, you know, Peter and like him trying to, I don't know, it's, I felt like they did a good job of, because, you know, the actors grow. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not going to be the same age. Especially, so. especially at that, you know, that age. Yeah. I mean, it's, they're, they're, they're going to change, because it's been two years since mm-hmm. the, you know, that Spider-Man movie came out and it's like, if you want to keep these kids looking somewhat kids in, in high school, it's like you you need to, like, two years was almost too long. Right. And I feel like um, the next one that, you know, the next, you know, because they, you know, set up the next movie that everybody knows who Peter Parker is. Like, mm-hmm. they, that's the one thing with Mysterio, because... His contingency plan. Right. If it if his if if plan A goes wrong and he gets caught or he, you know, dies, I, I don't think he was going to get caught. I think he either he was going to get away with this big huge plan or he was going to die trying. And the contingency plan was to put all of the this at the feet of Spider Man and let the world know that Spider Man was the one that he attacked me. He has control of the drones and. By the way, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Right, and shows a picture of him. Like, yes, like, yeah. And so that contingency plan, kind of the, the mid, mid-credit scene thing Well, was, I think it's as soon as uh, his, you know, they people could see the drones. Yes. And then... Um, mm-hmm. And his, his and guys was, that were working for him... Are you were sure this is right? Like, you want us to do this? He's like, yeah, they'll see what I want them to see. Yeah. And you, so you knew there was something about it, but then it's kind of like, then as it happened, you, the only thing that you knew there was something was that his little guy behind the computer, mm-hmm. after he, uh, Ma- uh, Mysterio died and that guy had like a little flash drive and he was still doing something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you knew there was going to be something. I didn't know what it was going to be. Yeah. And it's like, and like you, it's like, I knew that there was going to be something, but then by the time the movie ended, I had c- completely forgotten that that guy did something, and then it circled back around to this, and I was like, oh, damn, that's what that's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, I think that, you know, and at the very beginning, like, I, we're, we're jumping around with this, but oh yeah. well. He Keep starts up. off in the Iron Spider, and he kind of, you know, he's doing some PR, because Aunt May knows she found out at the end of the last mm-hmm. movie so now she's kind of has a foundation that she's, you know, raising money to help people and all this that, kind of for stuff. For the blip thing. Yeah, the that, blip. That came back and their places are, you know, occupied by someone else now. Yeah, so I guess she was in the blip. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, he's in the Iron Spider suit. And then, you know, he wants to go on this trip and he doesn't want to bring, you know, his He stuff. just wants to go on vacation yeah. with his friends. Which, I mean, he's a kid. Hook up with MJ. Right. That's it. Uh Uh-huh. I get it. He's, you know, 16, 17 years old. This is... This is it. And he is fully on board with just being the neighborhood Spider-Man. And I'm leaving the neighborhood. I'm going on vacation. 
So I'm not taking my suit. Right. And I, I like how they kind of introduced in Infinity War, you see his spider sense kind of start mm-hmm. working. But it's uh, I guess it's still developing or maybe it's... Anyway, they call it the Peter Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's not all the time. Like, you know, she throws a banana at him and it doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't do anything. So I don't know if it's... And she's like, well, you can dodge bullets, but you can't dodge a banana. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it's still <laughs> figuring it out. Peter uh, Tingle. Peter Tingle. And then also it kind of brings in, you know, like you still have the Stark. Because, you know, he was a big part of Far From, mm-hmm. I mean, from Homecoming. And and even like Spider-Man becoming an Avenger and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And now with him gone, it's like Peter's still trying to find. It's like, I feel like the reason he gave Edith the glasses, um to Mysterio was when he put him on, he looked like Tony Stark. Oh yeah. I think I feel like he once he of, did that, I think, I, th- I think, and I think he know, knew Peter what he was, was like, doing. Mm-hmm. Like he kind of made a face that made him look very Tony Starkish. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that Peter saw P- uh, Tony and he's like, he wants a dad. I mean, it's basically like a dad, you know, mm-hmm. wanting a father kind of figure and, and all this stuff, and then I feel like... I mean, he did. Like, Parker got played. Oh, I mean, big time. Mm-hmm. Big time. And, uh... <laughs> but, I mean, still, he's a kid. He's just looking for somebody to kind of lead him. And, you know, Nick Fury isn't going to do it, and Happy Hogan isn't going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so this was the closest... The closest he could get. Yeah, he, he had he had found someone else who could take and you know, he, Iron Man's place. And he didn't place. want the response. I mean, he was mm-hmm. looking for an out. He yeah. didn't want the responsibility. I mean, he's he's like, I, I, he, there's no way I can lead the Avengers now mm-hmm. that there's no Captain America. You know, because they even talk about like, where's where's where's, where's Thor? Thor? Well, he's off world. Where's Doctor's? Yeah, yeah, Doctor Captain. Strange. Don't bring her up. And then uh, where's Doctor Strange? And He's like, he's unavailable. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, okay, who's left? You know, mm-hmm. who's left now to have this Avengers team? So um, I forgot what the train was that I was riding. <laughs> but uh, I think it was kind of, it started with, I'm glad he didn't do the Iron Spider in this movie. Like, I'm glad mm-hmm. that he went back to his kind of original suit. And then even, yeah. like, he was not even in his suit when he was in Europe. They did the Night the, Monkey yeah, suit. Yeah, the, the stealth suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I do think, like, you know, they brought back his teacher. I like that guy from Homecoming. You know, the the one guy with the glasses. Mm-hmm. And, the, and then they brought in the other science teacher. And I thought he was a good kind of comic relief character. And, um... You know, I think they did a good job of kind of intertwining the the trip and going to these cities, and then him trying to not be Spider Man and be Spider Man at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like you said, it was definitely felt like two movies because one yeah. half they're fighting the elementals, mm-hmm. and then the second half is fighting Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And I really thought that the battle scene, the first battle with him and Mysterio, where it's like all just what's real, what's not real. And that whole, the way that it was shot and the way that, you know, mm-hmm. it's just all this stuff is changing. Who's who. 
who's Nick Fury, you know, who's, you know. And, like, the way that it just messes with Peter's mind, it's like... Because I think... I thought that was really... Like, the way that it looked was really cool. Yeah, because I think once we got to that point, that is when this movie, for me, kind of went from, from just being, you know, good and entertaining to being awesome because mm-hmm. of that whole and it messing was like, with that your was mind like stuff. like a full Mysterio kind of type of battle. Like, that's yeah. the stuff that you want to see when you have Mysterio as yeah. the bad guy. Because I mean, you because you you didn't know what was real. I was like, it's like you know, okay, yes, I know that this, is, this isn't real. And it's like he's sitting there, he's like punching Mysterio, but then it turns out to be a cement column and... It's there's so much stuff going on and it, it just was it was just really awesome to see it was visually mm-hmm. amazing yeah it was just it was so cool to to see that so like once we got to that point in the movie from like there on out it was the movie had changed f- for me because of that whole visual stuff but then Peter Parker kind of building his own new Spider Man suit. Mm-hmm. With with happy in the plane, it's kind of like Stark left all this hero stuff, technology stuff for Peter, and it's like, and then you know, Happy's flying the plane, and he's kind of looking at, you know, Parker building his new suit, and he kind of sees you know, young Tony Stark back there putting together his new yeah, suit, doing and all his this whole stuff. thing with the computer and holding things yeah. up, and it was very Tony Stark of him. Mm-hmm. So it was just all very cool. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like once the movie, I mean, it was, yeah, it was fun. You know, it was a good movie. And then that part is what kind of puts it over the edge as a mm-hmm. Marvel. Like what makes what makes a Marvel movie different than others? It's like mm-hmm. there's always has to be a moment. And then sometimes it's the moment and then it's over or it carries the rest of the movie. So I feel like, you know. That battle scene with Mysterio, and then even leading up to the last battle where it's they're in London and they're doing all that stuff, and he's all those drones and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It just, yeah, <laughs> it was you know just very well done and very kind of you know big. Like you know, they keep talking about an Avengers type event. Like he needs it to be big, mm-hmm. but no Avengers to you know he needs to be the only one. So I kind of yeah. like it because. I, you know, we've talked about that, like with um, Agents of Shield. Like, you're telling me that this is not an Avengers level event. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, rogue agents taking care of this uh, Earth shattering uh, in half kind of thing. This, I feel like they answer that with, you know, it's a big event, but there's no Avengers either a left or b off. You know, they're not available. Yeah, I mean, well, where was you know? Winter Soldier and Falcon and Black Panther and I mean they're they're still on planet right. So yeah, they do, well they don't even bring them up. They do bring yeah. up something, but they do kind of say that no other Avengers. I feel like after the blip, I feel like everybody kind of went their own way. Like they don't know what, and I feel mm-hmm. like we might be seeing more of that. Like when other stuff starts coming out, mm-hmm. maybe that's why we're not having two movies because maybe we're getting that in. TV instead of movies. Yeah, because we're gonna. I mean, get the Sam and Bucky. Right. So maybe maybe that that's kind of what they're thinking. They're only gonna do mm-hmm. two movies, but maybe you'll see more small screen kind of stuff. Yeah. That's a little tangent. I just just popped in my head like maybe. 
But, you know, I kind of, you know, him building his new suit and then him having a little bit more control over that kind of stuff, I think is, is good, you know, for Peter mm-hmm. yeah. growth as a character. And, um, I, I, I do feel like they're going to leading to a Miles Morales Spider-Man, but it's like, I hope that, I mean, I think they, I think they eventually I just hope Will. that it's not the next move. Like, I hope it's not no, the next Spider-Man. I, no, I, I, I can't see. I think the way that they set this up with the way it ended as far as, you know, Peter being outed and everybody kind of thinking that he is this bad guy who wants Iron Man's throne and nobody's going to be the next Iron Man. It's going to be me or nobody. You right. Know? So if you want to take the Iron Man crown... I'm going to fight you for it and, you know, kill you for it, which was what Mysterio was trying to get across and, you know, make Spider-Man look bad. Well, now since he's out, I'm really hoping and looking forward to, I assume that the next one will have the scorpion in it Mm -hmm. since he wanted to know who is Spider-Man. And now he's going to know, well, at least, I mean... He, I mean, Mysterio could have flashed up anybody's face or name and said, yeah, this is the person who's Spider-Man and that person would be a target. So it just happened to be that it was well, actually right. Well, I do feel right. like this kind of starts leading Spider-Man into what, you know, I feel like is kind of a typical kind of... Because Spider-Man was always a bad guy or good guy. Like, the Daily Bugle never liked him, you know. Well, they no. never, And so he was always kind of a... You know, the police are out to get him. Kind of... You know, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Is he working with us? Is he working against us? You know, mm-hmm. the typical vigilante thing. But I don't remember everybody knowing who Peter Parker is. So, you know, that's going to... Because, you know, then they'll know, you know, how how's he going to go to school? What's well, I don't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think he's going to go to school. I think the way that they set this thing up, it's school. I can't imagine him going to school. Yeah, like going, hey guys, what's up? Anything happened this weekend with you? Yeah, not much with me. <laughs> they're like, uh. yeah. So I think that the movie's he's he's got to fix that problem somehow, some way. He's got to fix it, but I don't know how you're going to fix it. And people who could help aren't around currently doing other things. Or do we? Does the next movie start like two years after he's been living on the lamb for you know? I mean. Very well, it could. It mm-hmm. could start, you know, two years down. Like, he's been trying to figure out how he can fix Yeah, they're, this. like, running from the law the whole time. You know, him, Aunt May. And it's know. like, and, and he need. I mean, yeah, because Aunt May, like, everybody he knows is in danger. They're, they're all in danger. I mean, the good thing is he does have Happy and Tony Stark's. You need to find the crew, the Mysterio crew. True. You need to find the dude who who leaked the video to the Daily Bugle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what are they doing now that Mysterio's gone? Yeah, you need to find them. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, I mean, if S.H.I.E.L.D. was here, like legit S.H.I.E.L.D., <laughs> real S.H.I.E.L.D., maybe they could track down this dude. It's like, you, you need to clear him somehow. Mm-hmm. And I can see how, I can see, I don't know how they would get to it, but I can see where... They're going to clear his name somehow, and they're going to make it seem like, oh, it's not Peter Parker. He's not Spider-Man. Yeah. Somehow, some way, they're going to pull you know that whole switcheroo kind of thing where, yeah, Mysterio was 
the bad guy all along and all that. They, they, it was they, all holograms. I mean, they have to because I can't imagine Spider-Man going through the rest of his MCU career as known for this. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know how they're going to do it. But I have blind trust in the MCU that they will do it <laughs> awesomely. Sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, they haven't proven us wrong much in their entire 23 movie history. Mm-hmm. They don't have a 100% track record, but it's it's been pretty solid as of late. Mm-hmm. Some of the, the other little things that I, I liked in here that I thought were great, I assume you did too, is Edith and what Edith stands for. Uh-huh. And it I was, mean, it's so Tony Stark. It, it is. Edith is this technology that's in the glasses that control everything, and Tony Stark gave them to It's Peter basically Parker. like Jarvis 3.0. You know, yeah, or, or the other one that that he had in the first Spider-Man that was in his suit. Mm-hmm. I forgot what, what her name was. But yeah, so it's, it's, it's Edith, and Edith stands for Even Dead, I'm the Hero, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which is perfect. Perfect, yeah. perfect Tony. Um, and then we also saw they brought up the, the Daily Bugle because the video was leaked to the Daily Bugle. And then there is Jameson, and it's Jameson from the first, you know, Tobey Maguire right. Spider-Man, which was awesome. Like, he is he is Jameson. I mean, he, I mean, he plays that character so perfectly. Yeah. I mean, the yelling and the, I mean, the look, I mean, everything about him is just... <laughs> says that and i feel like it's a good nod Mm -hmm. without being you know a lot of times i say if you're going to be different be different but there are moments where you can kind of do a nod to another one Mm -hmm. because who's going to say he's going to be a big part in anything else it could be just a blip i mean it's just kind of a little like yeah like like he could just be a little blip here and there like he he may or may not be in the next one or just kind of a little it was like a daily like he was more of kind of a uh, like a Rush Limbaugh kind of, because it looked like he was kind of a talk show. It, you know, he had like the yeah. microphone and like he was kind of one of these, or maybe he has like an internet. Because kind of what I read was like the, the, the way that the bugle was in this movie was kind of a almost fakish news kind of thing that they kind of throw out there. Kind of like a CM, like a TMZ style, like where it's mm-hmm. like just... Like it, like is it, is it real? I mean, is this real? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then we 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 also MJ now knows who Peter Parker and Spider Man are one and the same. Mm-hmm. Um, she's on board with that. The in credit, in credit, the very very end. Usually, they're kind of you know softball kind of things is kind of more or less a funny thing but this one here i thought was really good and you don't really know i mean i really don't know what to do with it other than it shows um samuel jackson nick fury 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 and his right hand maria hill look at you nailing the names today (laughs) um well, they're driving in the car, and which they've been in this movie throughout. Yes, they are. They are in here throughout, and then 
all of a sudden they change and you see that they are um, the the skulls from scrolls, scrolls from Captain Captain Marvel. Marvel. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much stuff going on. My my brain is spinning. And they are calling the real Fury, who is sitting on a beach, not sitting on a beach, happens to be in a spaceship out in space somewhere. I feel like he was in the Skrulls spaceship Yeah, that they had in Captain Marvel. And obviously he is taking on a larger role in the universe, doing something. I, I just wonder, wherever, whatever he's doing, wherever he's going, I wonder if it's going to be a tie-in to the Eternals. And that group. I, that's what that's what I was it's, thinking. It's, it's I mean, they're in be. space, so I feel like okay, the Eternals is what we know is happening, and they're in space. Yes. Um. So is that what he's? You know, what is he doing? Because this one, it's like really just you don't know what to. Th- this is one of those things where it's like people are gonna go off any kind of tangents, mm-hmm. and it's nobody's gonna be right. No, no, we're all. But gonna I would be wrong. think that you know. It has to have something because you don't know where he is. You just know he's on a spaceship. Yeah, and I th- and I assume he's he's in he's on the spaceship, doing this. Like, he's trying to figure I don't out feel because like of, he's like on a vacation. No, because he's, I think he's he's also been gone for five years. Yeah, and I think that he's he's what you know what the blip did to him and what Thanos did to him. I think he is trying to make sure that something like that never happens again, and. I assume that wherever he's going, it's going to take him to the Eternals. I don't think that the Eternals is going to be the next movie that the MCU does. I I think that the first one for... Let me see my schedule here. Well, May 1st, 2020 is the next movie. I just feel like like you can have the Black Widow Well, I feel like I read that somewhere that the Black Widow is happening in between. It's not like a... Uh, like how she became Black Widow, but mm-hmm. it's happening in between something that's already happened. Like yeah, I mean, between she's, Civil she's, War and Infinity War, because she's or dead. Like. So well, I know, but I didn't know if it was going to be some. At first, I was thinking maybe it's a backstory. Like maybe we'll see how you know Budapest or something like that that they always talk about. But I think I read somewhere that they. I can't remember, but it was maybe happening in between Civil War and Infinity War. Like the, it's it's happening sometime that we've. Mm-hmm. been in like we've seen her before and after so i think yeah. that it's yeah we know it's going to be a, a backstory of something but mm-hmm. not like way back way back on how she became not like something from who knows where there maybe there might be flashbacks might to be. it. i would assume that there'd be flashbacks but i feel to like it. it's going to be some sort of maybe because i bet whatever mission she's on there's got to be something in that mission that may have a tie back to when she kind of became who she is. Right. Like somebody from her past is asking for her help or something like that. Yeah. I think that there's gotta be there's gotta be something like that because you're just not gonna I, I wouldn't assume that you're just gonna do a Black Widow movie just of like a little story between you know, Civil War and an Avenger movie or whatever, you yeah. know. I think it, there's yeah. gotta be the truth. something like that. But that's May first. And then the other movie that comes out next year is November sixth, twenty twenty. I mean May first plus with Black Widow I feel like there's not going to be as much CGI. I know, and that's why I keep thinking that the Eternals will be the November sixth one because I still read, you know, last week they're still casting for it. Black Widow is filming, so to me it makes sense that May first would be 
Black Widow. I just feel and like then you're going to kick off your be. next phase with the Black Widow throwback movie. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, people will, I mean, people will watch it. I know, but I'm just saying, that's... I don't know. We'll see, we'll find out. I'm guessing that... I mean, we'll find out on the 20th of this month. Yeah, like, we'll be finding out at Comic-Con and all the news coming out and maybe even... Maybe some sort of a trailer. Not for a specific movie, but maybe, like, of what's going to be happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I mean, know. It's going to be Because they, they have the slates of movies. They have two next year. Three in 2021 and three in 2022. So they already have those slots. I would assume I'm hoping one those, of those slots is, would be filled. I'm hoping on one of those is Doctor Strange 2. I'm really looking forward to Doctor Strange 2. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean, with eight movies, I would assume that we know two of them Black Widow, Eternals. Doctor Strange 2, Ooh, and Black that, Panther and that Shang-Chi. 2, Shang-Chi. Which I'm excited about him. I was reading about him today. It's some bringing some kung fu. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It sounded, he sounded like a cool character. I would think at least one of those has to be like a team-up movie. But you don't have... I mean, that the team-up movie can and happen we know in one is 2022. Be, be Guardians 3. Guardian at some point. Uh-huh. Which we have been told that it is not... As Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> but, but yeah, but back to Spider-Man. I think that, you know, this for a sequel to a Spider-Man movie, I think it did a good job. I think it did also did a good job of kind of wrapping up the events of Endgame and kind of mm-hmm. people moving on. And, you know, it's not like it wrapped everything up in a bow, but it still kind of gives people a little bit of closure and explanation about how people mm-hmm. are moving on from Endgame. And I left I left the movie theater worried for Peter Parker. Yeah. It's like I am I am worried sitting here right now thinking about the video that was being played at Times Square. I am worried on how and Spider-Man like it kind 3 of just ends is. on his face and his eyes got really big and he was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it's like I I am I am worried and I'm concerned and I want Spider-Man 3 to get here so that we can get this thing summed up and get everything squared away because I am nervous. Uh-oh. You got some nervous time to build. <laughs> I know. I know. Okie dokie. Well, so, are we ready for uh, some rankings and some reviews? Yes, let's do the 2019 movie rankings where Ooh. Spider-Man Far From Home falls into the uh, movies this year. Okay. You go. It's your podcast. Okay. Uh, number number 12, holding that down, is Hellboy. <laughs> uh, number 11 is The Lego Movie 2. 10 is Dark Phoenix. 9 is Alita. 8 is Glass. 7 is Pokemon. 6 is Men in Black. 5 is Godzilla. Okay. Four is Shazam. Three is Spider-Man Far From Home. And I know we didn't give it a grade. I jumped into the rankings. Um, So I'm giving Spider-Man at the third spot. I'm giving him an A. Two is Captain Marvel. One is Avengers. There you go. Your turn, yo. Okay, my turn. So I have da, 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 
Hellboy, number 12. Number 11, Godzilla. Too low. 10, Alita. 9, Lego Movie. 8, Glass. 7, Dark Phoenix. 6, Men in Black. 5, Pokemon. 4, Shazam. 3, Captain Marvel. 2, Spider-Man Far From Home. And number 1, Endgame. So with it being number 2, I am also giving it an A. A good old-fashioned A. Good old-fashioned A. Okay, so now on to the MCU movie rankings of all time. It's a long list. I gotta take a deep breath to run through twenty three. I know twenty three movies. Okay. All right. Twenty three. Thor two. Twenty two. Iron Man two. Twenty one. Iron Man three. Twenty. Thor. Nineteen. Age of Ultron. I mean nineteen. Age of Ultron. Eighteen is Hulk. Seventeen is Captain America. 16 is Guardians, Volume 2. 15 is Ant-Man and the Wasp. 14 is Spider-Man, Far From Home. 13 is Spider-Man Homecoming. Hot dog! And then 12, Thor Ragnarok. 11, Winter Soldier. 10, Doctor Strange. 9, Ant-Man, 8, Captain Marvel, 7, Avengers, 6, Iron Man, 5, Guardians, Volume 1, 4, Black Panther, 3 is Endgame, 2 is Civil War, and 1 is Infinity War. There you go. Well, I have a little bit of a... A reshuffle? A reshuffle. And it's it's kind I, of like, I've, on Netflix, they've been having, you know, they have all of last year's movies. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've been re-watching some of those. And I feel like a lot of times when I watch a movie, I'm so hyped up on it that mm-hmm. I put it higher than what I... I feel like when Disney comes out and they, you know, have their streaming service, I'm hoping that they put all of the MCU movies in there and I can kind of do a rewatch of all of them. Even the ones I don't... Like, I'm going to give all of them a second chance and then... Maybe rethink about how I I uh, feel about all these movies. I'll probably have to let you borrow the DVD to uh, The Incredible Hulk because I'm pretty sure that won't be on there. Okay, sure. I'll do that. Hey, you said you would rewatch them all. I'm just saying that one probably that won't one be on there. That one I think is right now is on, uh, is on, Net, uh, is on uh, HBO. So maybe I'll just get it out of the way now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway, so I, I, I feel like I feel like the rankings are fluid. So yeah. it's like, I feel like, you know, I think as, they you, are. as you get, as you, you know, see movies and it's like, you get older, taste, taste change, change. Yeah. and all this stuff. But anyway, it's not, not a big shuffle, but I don't know. Sometimes, and then when I, I feel like I'm on the spot sometimes when I make doing my rankings and I'm like, did I put it too high? Is, do I like this movie? Cause some of them, it's like, there's so many good movies that mm-hmm. sometimes it just depends on what mood I'm in. But anyway, going back, I am putting number 23, Iron Man 2, number 22, Hulk, 21, Thor 2, 20, Thor, 19, Iron Man 3, 
18, Age of Ultron. 17, Winter Soldier. 16, Captain America. 15, Guardians 2. 14, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 13, Spider-Man Homecoming. 12, Captain Marvel. 11, Spider-Man Far From Home. 10, Doctor Strange. 9, Ant-Man. 8, Black Panther. That's that's basically what I'm doing. I'm moving Black Panther down. Because I feel like if I had a choice between Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther, I'm going to go with Thor. Mm -hmm. So, anyway... Black Panther is now number eight on the list. Okay. Seven, Thor. Six, Iron Man. Five, Avengers. Four, Guardians. Volume one. Three, Endgame. Two, Civil War. And one, Infinity War. It's funny that you said that because there's three movies on, on my list that if I were just kind of going over the list that I would move. But I'm not sold 100% on it, but I am quite close. But I feel like I I would like to watch them to see. But the first movie on my list that I, I would move is number, currently it's number, it's now the new number 20, Thor. I think I would move it up to be new number 17. It's like I would sooner watch Thor than Age of Ultron and the Hulk. Yeah, that's why I feel I feel like some of these movies it's been so long since I've seen them and it might have been so long since I've seen them when I made this list. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like some are pretty di- Iron Man 2 I still feel strongly it is at the bottom of my list and Thor 2 and Hulk I feel like those 3 will not change. Now, oh, yeah. Thor, like you said, sometimes I feel like, yes, maybe Thor is a little bit too low. and Well, it's, like I, I, it's not like it was a big, huge blockbuster movie. But, I, had, you know, it's like it's like a good time. Mm-hmm. It's like Thor, he's partying, he kind of gets like, banished, like, and know, he's got to, you know, redeem himself. Yeah, and I feel like, like with Black Panther, it's like... What's in it that really do I love versus like I can list out the stuff in Thor that I love is all of the Hulk stuff mm-hmm. and um, uh, the guy who was, uh, what's his name? The guard, the, not the oh. guard, what the grandmaster, uh-huh. like, yeah. you know, him. And there's like stuff that I can really, and you know, Black Panther, I really liked Black Panther, the character, and I loved all of the African Kind of stuff, and Killmonger was, I feel like, was a cool mm-hmm. character. But is it as strong as some of these other ones? I don't know. I feel, yeah, you and, know, there's and, definitely, you know, it's still in the top ten. But um, yeah, and, and like the other two for me that I would move. <laughs> it's funny because it's the two that you moved. I have Thor Ragnarok. I would move it up to be. I don't. I, I, I can't see my numbers are all jacked up. I think that would I'd move it up to be my new number seven. My number eight would be Captain Marvel. My number nine would be Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I, I guess I I would sooner because Thor Ragnarok, man, there was so much just 
awesome stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like there was, I mean, just a, it, you know, the Valkyrie and all the storyline and the graphics in that and just mm-hmm. the way that it was made. Um, I think that it just was really well done. And I think um, I was just riding the high of when Black Panther came out. I just was riding the I high. I feel like both of us were. Because and I like, feel like that's... It's like I'd much rather watch Guardians Volume 1, like right now, today. If somebody said, you want to watch Guardians Volume 1 or Black Panther? Yeah. Hand, hands down, give me Guardians Volume 1. Mm-hmm. I mean, damn near give me Guardians Volume 1 over almost anything on the list other than, you know, like three or four other movies. Yeah. It's like, I want to watch that one. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like, well, I mean, we're going off on a tangent of who cares about us discussing these movies, but okay. I do feel like that it's, well, people list. aren't. Pe- people love lists. But I feel they, like, they love you know, to agree I feel, I feel and disagree like with I am going to, I do feel strongly about putting Black Panther below Thor Ragnarok, but I do feel strongly about now, about what I have in my top 10, because... Iron Man, Avengers, Guardians 1, Endgame, Civil War, and Infinity War are still, I would say, my top. Top. I feel like that wouldn't change. I think moving Black Panther under Thor. Now, does it... Anything Black Panther and below, there's a chance for movement coming up. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like my top top seven are like ironclad. Like, they need to have a fucking... stellar movie to get inside there because like number seven is Avengers six is Iron Man five is Guardians Volume 1 it's like those are like nostalgic for me because it's Avengers it's the first time you saw the whole group together and it was just I mean it's so like cool. that's like the first time you had like the goosebump moment like when they're all standing there and Hulk's mm-hmm. like I'm angry all the time and he turns into Hulk and he actually starts punches that big old space lizard thing yeah, whatever, whatever it was and then iron man was the one that kicked all this stuff off and i thought i mean iron it man blew i blew my mind i mean i could still watch iron yeah. man hands down anytime somebody suggests it because i mean the whole you know scene in the caves and him mm-hmm. becoming iron man and developing it and building the suit and flying it for the first time and i mean yeah. it, it like you said it's nostalgic purposes and i mean it's still just a great movie, but uh, and they even brought a you know even brought back some some of that in this Spider Man mm-hmm. when uh, I guess it would be six if I moved Black Panther out. Yeah. But um, it would be uh, you know they played the 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 music from the first Iron Man. Mm-hmm. You know, Happy's <laughs> yeah. like I'll take care of the music, and he plays it, and then Spider Man goes, oh, I love Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, Anyway, I think I okay. Well, I think I'm done. I'm I'm done too. I I'm good. I think our our next movie up is The Lion King. Ooh, changing it up a bit. I, I know. It's like we're gonna go from Spider Man Far From Home to The Lion King to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Talk about going from The Lion King to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. How different those movies are gonna be. Well, how different is it from the one we just saw too? I know, but I think the transition from Spider-Man to Lion King is softer than what the transition <laughs> will be from <laughs> from Lion King to Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. I hope everybody has a great 4th of July. You can always uh, 
while you're on vacation, check out our website at, at screenbeanspodcast.com or on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook, friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, you know, wherever on the dark web you can find us. So until next week, we'll be probably talking about, I don't know, the summer's always weird. Like, what do we have? We're watching Swamp Thing. We have, Yeah, it's like we'd have two episodes of Swamp Thing to so, talk about you know, next week. We'll, we'll see how the maybe, rest of July not. kind of washes out we also have some young justice you know coming back on but that started yesterday so i don't know we'll just play it by ear and see how it goes so until then we'll talk to you later bye guys